In college sports, there's always a powerhouse, consistently churning out tomorrow's stars and always in contention for a championship. These blue chip dynasties are never satisfied with just a good season, but only deem a success by its hardware. There is no dynasty more dominant than that of UConn. On this journey through the Big East, the month of March being Women's History Month would be incomplete without mentioning the Yukon Huskies and how they changed the world of basketball. I'm Christian Gardner and let's take an in-depth look on how the Yukon Huskies became the most dominant program in all of college sports. The Yukon Huskies have had more success than any other program in sports. A record 11 championships with four of them coming back to back to back to back from 2013 to 2016. They have two of the longest winning streaks ever in college basketball with a record 111 straight wins with the run spanning over three years from November 23, 2014 to March 31, 2017. They have gone to 12 straight Final Fours with only one exit prior to the Elite Eight this millennium. With likely Freshman of the Year and Player of the Year Paige Beckers, they don't look to stop just yet. But before they became annual favorites, they were nothing more than the team from stores. Today we see coach Gino Ariema as nothing but a winner. The man has more wins than any other coach after eclipsing the mark set by legendary Pat Summit of Tennessee. But it was a long wait until Ariema was a winner in changing the lives of women everywhere. After waiting his turn to a B head coach, Ariema was brought on in the 1985-86 season. UConn had struggled prior to his arrival with only one winning season in the previous 10 years. Humble beginnings for the greatest dynasty of all time. Within five years, Ariyama got the Husky squad to the top of the Big East in UConn's first tournament appearance. Ariyama had a unique way of demanding the best out of his players and getting even more out of them. Ariyama had turned those lovable losers into a winning tradition, but none of the immediate success could have inferred the history to come. Ariyama's connection to players had changed the recruiting process as stars began to develop in stores. Kerry Bescom, one of the first All-Americans to come to UConn, became a multi-time Big East Player of the Year and was not only the leader of their first tournament team, but on the first Final Four team as well. During that Final Four run of the 1990-91 season, Bascom set the team NCAA tournament single-game scoring record with 39 points to send the Huskies to the Sweet 16. Bascom was a prolific scorer, graduating as the all-time leading scorer at the university with 2,177 points. Although Bascom wasn't able to claim one of the 11 championships, her play brought the school to national prominence. Bascom was the first big fish that UConn was able to land, but would not be the last. The 1994-95 UConn Huskies had the perfect storm of elite recruits and veterans like the eventual player of the year, Rebecca Lobo, that led the first ever perfect season. Rebecca Lobo, the player of the year, such a great passer. She can get the ball inside, but also can shoot the three-pointer, but defensively, she's very effective. She comes out of nowhere. That's why she's the player of the year. The 94-95 Huskies were must-see basketball with a stacked lineup of Lobo, Jennifer Rizzotti, Jamil Elliott, Kara Walters, and the freshman Nikisha Sales, who came into the fold as Connecticut's Player of the Year. On their immaculate run of 35 games to the championship, the Huskies on average outscored their opponents 33 points per game. Complete, total dominance. UConn has won the national championship. And they've done it in perfect fashion at 35 and all. 
quite the way to establish themselves as the national powerhouse. UConn had become the stuff of legend with legendary players and a legendary coach. Their historic run in 95 took women's sports to new heights and national headlines. Although an undefeated season is impressive, it was only the beginning for this program as it had to see the emergence of one of the greatest players to walk through its halls. The Tarasi family never envisioned their daughter Diana to leave California for the East Coast, but when head coach Gino Ariema knocks on your door, that can change some minds. The Tarasi is an immigrant family from Italy and Argentina connected with Ariema's own immigration story from Italy. You know, once they started drinking wine and, and speaking Italian and, you know, my dad, if anything, he's, he's uh, you know, a little bit quieter, but he has a good sense of people and uh, he was like, that's where you're going to go. He's probably the only coach that came into my house and, and challenged me. I think when you're a great player, the last thing you want to hear is you're a great player. They already know they are. What they want to hear is how are you going to make me better? And that's the way I approached it with her. If you want to become something completely different, then you need to come to Connecticut. Diana knew there was only one place that could truly elevate her game to an elite level. When Tarasi had stepped foot on campus in stores, the Huskies had claimed two championships. By the time she would leave UConn, Tarasi added three more banners to the rafters. Tarasi was a stout competitor and a hard worker prior to UConn, but becoming a Husky brought it to another level. After falling short in the Final Four, her freshman season shooting 2 for 14 in what she calls her worst game of her career, Coach Ariama chewed out the entire team, which invigorated Tarasi the following summer. She lived in the gym and what followed was one of the most successful championship runs by a single player in all of basketball. Tarasi became the first player to win multiple championships with completely different starting lineups with no other returning players. Tarasi was a phenom and was the face of this Yukon squad that was just embarking on this dynasty of today in the 2000s. Tarasi was a two-time player of the year and was well on her way to becoming one of the greatest of all time. Tarasi went on to be the number one pick in the WNBA draft, later winning Rookie of the Year, three WNBA championships, and a WNBA MVP. Tarasi set the precedent for what was expected at UConn, inspiring women from all over the globe. Tarasi was not the only eventual WNBA MVP that came through UConn. All-time leading rebounder and two-time NCAA champion from 2009-2010, Tina Charles won MVP back in 2012. All-time leading scorer, two-time NCAA champion, four-time WNBA champion, Maya Moore won the award in 2014. All-time blocks leader and four-time NCAA champion and two-time WNBA champion, Brianna Stewart, took the award home in 2018. To no surprise, the Huskies have the most MVPs in WNBA history. All these legendary players coming from one small school in Storrs, Connecticut. The great Diana Taurasi and watching this year's freshman phenom Paige Beckers in her first game texted Coach Ariama that, quote, she's the best player in basketball already. With endorsements like that, Beckers is on her way to becoming the next great one on this list. The Yukon Huskies have grown into the most successful program in sports. With four championships in the past decade alone, there is no question they're one of the greatest dynasties in all of sports. The national championship goes to Connecticut for the fourth year in a row as the dynasty fulfills its destiny. With the coach with the most wins, the players who are the best on the floor, the championship train that began in the mid-90s continues to roll on nearly 30 years later.
UConn has become primetime television that the average sports fan has to follow, continuing to inspire the next generation of athletes and redefining what it means to play like a girl. Thank you for listening and thank you for your continued support of WSU Sports. Extra appreciation has to go out to classic NBA games on YouTube. Antonio Garcia T, the Players Tribune, and UConn Huskies All Access for all the additional audio you heard in this story. My admiration also has to go to Flavor Boy for making this beat titled Yours Truly. That's all for this journey through the Big East. Once again, I'm Christian Gardner, and I'll see you on the radio.